if you're happy, when you're in that state of happiness, I'm sure the last thing in your mind is how on earth am I going to make someone else miserable? Absolutely. So anyone who's miserable is the one who wants to recruit you in their miserable state. And that's why they share the negative comment. So recognize that, that this is someone who's hurting and who's just expressing that heart in that negative way. And send them love. Don't give in to the negativity of being like arguing with them and all that. No, that will not solve the situation. Send that person love. Love is what they need. This is episode number 90 and you are listening to Soul Time, a show that explores the world of unlocking your unique potential. My name is Dr. Katja Markovka and I'm a teacher at school, former teacher at universities and a certified stress and mental coach and I'm your host. This episode is a special one again. I'm not alone today. Today I have an amazing guest. Today's guest is Eva. Eva was born and raised in Kenya. She is a certified soul realignment practitioner and an intuitive energy healer, working with two methods, Akashic Records and Quantum Flow, to help people live in alignment with their natural soul state. Something you should probably know about Eva is that she is passionate about helping people overcome their survival mode, becoming the creators of their own lives and thriving through life. Her purpose is to raise the consciousness of people and awaken them to their full soul potential. In this episode, Eva will give us some details about her passion to help people and her personal path of self-discovery, transformation and facing her own fears, obstacles and challenges. Beyond this, she will give us some insights into her own experiences at school and share her thoughts on what's needed to integrate coaching and personal development tools into the education system. I hope you enjoy our conversation and Eva's reflections thoughts and ideas and by the way i will add where you can find eva on instagram and youtube in the show notes so don't forget to check out her pages and give her a follow so let's start with today's episode First of all, a very warm welcome to today's guest, Eva. I'm so glad that I have the amazing opportunity to speak today about your awesome journey of finding and following your own path, your passion project, how to face and handle challenges and obstacles, how to overcome these challenges by following your unique path and finding your own voice by constantly leaving your comfort zone and about your personal experiences and your ideas to uplift the mindset of students at school. But before we start and dive deeper into your personal journey, I want to give you the opportunity, Eva, to introduce yourself a little bit more. 
Hi, everyone. So I'm so excited for this call. This has been a long time coming. And I have to say, you've actually done an amazing introduction for me. And thank you so much, Katra. And you've actually highlighted something so key to my to my personal development, which is always stepping out of my comfort zone. So me actually doing this podcast, that's a huge step out of my comfort zone. It's one of my biggest fears, but I'm facing it. So Hopefully, it's going to be an amazing show for you, me, and everyone else who's listening in. It's amazing what you want to bring through the world. Your dedication to helping people face their thought patterns and beliefs and uncover their true potential. And I think it's huge that you have made such brave moves during your life. That you were able to face and overcome so many challenges and that you were so courageous to take proactive action steps, to follow your heart and your inner calling and constantly leave your comfort zone. You are an awesome example, Eva, to be honest, of facing your fears and challenges and developing your own voice and putting yourself out there. Your whole story is in many ways a huge inspiration. My audience and I are super excited to hear some more details about the amazing journey of transformation and following your passion project, Eva. So let me ask you, what was the main reason to become a certified soul realignment practitioner and an intuitive energy healer? What was your big why? Oh, my big why, I think, is mostly motivated by my own personal journey, my own healing journey. So these two modalities have been a huge game changer for me. I would say, like, uh, I like thinking of it like my growth has been accelerated so much just by tapping into these two modalities. So that's why I'm passionate about because I've seen the many changes that I've experienced by going through this the two of them. And I'd say there's a huge backstory for me. I think my major why comes from childhood and always feeling like I was, you know, always the odd one out, always never fitting in. I felt so isolated for most of my childhood. I fought with myself, fought with accepting who I was. And I always wanted to kind of like fit in with people. So I'd always feel that pressure to try and be like other people. And the more I tried, the more I felt isolated because I could just not fit in. And when I especially did my Akashic Records and I kind of like got an understanding of who I was and how I was actually designed and how I was supposed to operate, it kind of like just brought everything to full circle and I just realized that I don't need to be like anyone else. I'm designed. The way I'm designed is perfectly okay. And I embrace my own uniqueness because I have a unique contribution to the world. But the best thing is that I also started recognizing and appreciating everyone else's unique contribution. So now it's no longer about me trying to fit in. It's first of all, embracing my own uniqueness and also celebrating everyone else's and just recognizing that, first of all, they can't do what I can do, right? And I also can do what they can do. But can we find a world where we coexist? So that's a huge part of my why, to bring the love and acceptance for self and also love and acceptance for others. That's absolutely beautiful. I really love this. I think it's so much needed in the world that we accept each other, that we are living our unique, true selves and that we are live in alignment with our inner being. That's absolutely huge. And that's beautiful that you will bring this to the world and teach people or help people to discover this for themselves. You mentioned in one of our conversation, Eva, that you don't think that we will ever be done with our journey of self-discovery 
evolving, healing and uncovering our true full potential. And I absolutely agree that we are on a lifelong journey. Would you say that this realization and understanding that we are on this lifelong path were huge for your own journey? Yes. It's something I've come to embrace and I'll say like get obsessed with growing and evolving because I honestly don't like being in the same place for a long time. I love, you know me, like I love analyzing everything, where I was the last month, where I was the last year and all that and just seeing my growth process. That is what excites me. So I've come to like embrace growth as a necessary part of our existence because I mean, if you stop growing, then why on earth are you here? If you stop having experiences, why on earth are you here? I mean, I look at that as life being so boring if you're just constantly stuck in the same place and nothing new is coming in. So what excites me, it's embracing the new and new possibilities because it gives you such a huge avenue of what else can I create? What else can I become? And I think if most people embrace this, then they wouldn't be so scared of when a new something new pops up in their life that forces them out of their comfort zone because that's just, a new path that's opening to you and new possibilities. And the possibilities are so immense. Like you can create so much. But the thing that I love also about this path is just looking back at myself and just patting myself on the back and be like, damn, look like how far you've come from. That <laughs> is something I celebrate with myself every day. That's so beautiful. And I, I think that's so beautiful for everyone to take a look at this amazing journey. Do you think that seeing life and self-awareness as this lifelong process is a part of self-love too and self-compassion towards ourselves? Definitely. Definitely. Like I was saying earlier, the whole, my biggest struggle in life was always, I was literally rejecting parts of me and what made me unique. I never accepted that. My entire life. It wasn't until I had that. I'd say my healing journey began with connection with self. That was a huge part of me. So connection with self, acceptance of self, and then I grew to love myself as I am. So self-awareness, it's so key. Um, something that I always preach in everywhere I go, it's that no one can teach you the way that you can teach yourself. I don't care how many teachers you tap into and all that. Sure, I celebrate my teachers because they've helped me grow, you know, to become where I am today. But as much as I appreciate their guidance, my best guidance has come from myself. And that can only come with self-awareness and connection to self. There is no other way behind that. So, And trust me, with that connection, you'll find your path so much easy. You'll be guided to the right people, the right books, the right teachings to help you on your journey. But it cannot happen if you don't have that connection with self. If you always look into the outside world to tell you what you're supposed to do, you're going to be lost because everyone is on their unique path. Everyone has their own unique perspective. Everyone has their own lived stories. If you're constantly following that, then what, what, what uniqueness do you bring? Because you also have your unique perspective. But if you don't have connection to that, then you're always just going to be fluttering around, following everyone else's guidance. And your uniqueness will be lost to the world. And, you know, that will be my answer. Like self-awareness, self-connection is key to your growth. Yeah, absolutely. If we take the time to connect with ourselves and discover our own unique 
aspects of ourselves. I think that's a huge part of being compassionate towards ourselves, to not listening only to the outside noise. Thank you for sharing your reflection about this. And I'm sure my listeners are very inspired by your reflection. And I think, but I think this path sounds easier than it probably was to get there. And you have overcome so many challenges and you mentioned some things before a little bit, but I want to dive a little bit deeper. Another thing you have mentioned before is that you were very shy and that you never thought you would put yourself out there. And now, Eva, you have an Instagram account, you have a Facebook page and you have a YouTube channel. And that's not the easiest step for someone who calls themselves shy, right? How did you get there? <laughs> True. Like I've told you, I've embraced um, upgrading myself, growing and evolving as part of my journey. And part of that is constantly pushing myself out of my comfort zone. So I'll tell you for sure, when I started, first of all, even with posting on Facebook, that was so uncomfortable for me to just share my own unique perspective with the world. That was uncomfortable. But I found the first, I'll tell you, like my story was the first post I did. I wanted to just go and hide because I was like, no, 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 I'm not ready to face that. I don't want to see what the world has to say about me. The funny thing was that my first post, I got so much great feedback from that. I didn't know I could write. I was judging myself for that. I did not know I could write. But I did the first post, got great feedback. I did the second post, still uncomfortable, got great feedback. And then I just kept pushing myself to do more and more until it just became a part of me. It stopped bothering me so much. It's been the same journey with my venture into Instagram and YouTube. YouTube was a huge one for me. My first video and letting people see my real face and my voice, that was uncomfortable. Like I said, just taking those small initial steps and just pushing myself slightly out of my comfort zone and then now learning to be comfortable with that. So for me, I'd say like anyone who's struggling with this, it's that you can never learn until you try something new. That's one. The next thing is that take one little step towards that direction, just one little step. And you find the more and more you do that, the easier and easier it will become for you. And then you'll just get somewhere down the line, six months down the line, and you'll literally not be able to recognize yourself. But you'll never get to that if you're always so scared of taking that step. So take that step. And then the second part is also be aware of the results you create because your results will always speak volumes to you. So if you're on the right path, if you take a new action, you'll always see if the result supports the path you're on, continue on that path, that means it's right. If it doesn't support that, do something else, cost correct and try something else, but always keep on pushing that envelope as much as possible. That's amazing. And there's a beautiful quote from Brene Brown. She said about this, courage starts with showing up and letting ourselves be seen. Do you think she's right? True, very true. You have to, like, honestly, like I said, like courage is not something that I want to say, like, even with the biggest speakers that we know of, like Jay Shetty and all that. Jay Shetty is a really good speaker, right? But he also says, like, every time before I go to stage, I always feel that fear, you know? 
So I, I don't want to say like courage is something that, you know, you're going to embody like from 365 days a night. No, there are going to be moments you're going to feel that fear. That's part of it. But just take that action. Don't hold yourself back and say like, I don't know what you're going to create. You'll never know if you still stay in that part. But if you take that action, then you can see, oh, look at the new results I've created, you know. So, yes, I completely agree with you with that quote. It's like you said, it's becoming comfortable with being uncomfortable, right? <laughs> that's, that's a huge part mm -hmm. of the whole process. It's important. It's an important part of finding our own voice and living our authentic life to let ourselves be seen as we are. And however, this approach is nevertheless sometimes easier said than done. And there's a lot of outside noise from different angles. And sometimes the outside noise is probably not that nice. How do you handle not listening to the outside noise and staying balanced inside yourself? Do you have some strategies to come back to your own inner balance? Um, I'll go back to my earlier point of connection with self. Because I think my yeah. inner work, all the healing I've done for myself has made that easier for me. Had I not accepted myself as I was, any kind of judgment I got from the outside would have really hit me hard. So first step is you yeah. got to connect with yourself. You have to love and accept yourself and embrace the fact that you will never be accepted by all these people in the world. We're over 8 billion people Absolutely. in the world. You'll never be okay for everyone. You're always going to find the elements who will disagree with you. That's part of it. Don't focus Absolutely. on that. They're just not for you. Because here's the thing, like, not everyone is going to agree with you and everything that you have to say. Let go of those. But always going to find those one, two people who are going to say yes to you. You'll never be for everyone. Okay? That's that is saying. so true, Eva. That's a super tip for my audience. Because I think that is crucial to understand that we are not for everyone and not everyone is for us. And it's crucial to be aware of the aspects additional to this, that gossip, hate and outside noise, negative outside noise is always coming from people who are not acting from a place of love and who sure. are probably in a bad state of mind. Right. Sure. Sure. I'll give you an experience. Yeah. So I got a comment, a really negative comment on one of my YouTube videos about actually my physical appearance, which was something that I was really judging myself for at that time. But then I just sat down and I analyzed that and I realized, and you actually hit the nail on the head perfectly. No one who's actually happy in themselves will ever see the need to go and spread unhappiness or sadness to someone else. If you're happy, When you're in that state of happiness, I'm sure the last thing in your mind is how not am I going to make someone else miserable? Absolutely. So anyone who's miserable is the one who wants to recruit you in their miserable state. And that's why they share the negative comment. So recognize that, that this is someone who's hurting and who's just expressing that heart in that negative way and send them love. Don't give in to the negativity of being like arguing with them and all that. No, that will not solve the situation. Send that person love. Love is what they need. That's so beautiful, Ifa. You are so right. 
That is such a beautiful conclusion. Send the person love. That is something that they need. And think these are the people that need the most love, the most compassion. And it's not like reacting and in anger and in such situations. See the hurt behind them because nobody who is in alignment with his soul and his inner being and with love would put out negativity to the world. You are so right. I have another question for you. What other obstacles have you faced on the path of putting yourself out there and speaking your truth? You have made some huge steps in your life, both personal steps and job-related steps. And were these steps challenging for your surroundings, your friends and your family, because you have made some huge transformational steps For my friends, I think, of course, I lost a couple of friends, but that was mostly because I was not feeling aligned with them at that time. And I knew they will not be the right people to support me on this journey. With my family, I have to say, I, they, they, it's not like they really understand what I actually do, but I've never faced rejection from them. They just kind of like, it's been... They just see me change, but it's not like it, it's not a big issue with them. So I've been lucky in that sense. And also the few friends that I've gained along the way have been such a major support system for me. But I learned to embrace the fact that not everyone has to come with you on your journey. So true. not everyone is ready for change and you have to let people be where they're at. So I learned to accept people for who they are where they're at, not having the need of having to change their perspective. Because if they're not ready, they're not ready. They are on their so own path. True. They'll figure it out for themselves. So I learned to make peace with that and just be okay with just losing people because I know the more I lose, the more I gain. It's always a balance. So that's part of life. You know, you're going to lose some, you're going to gain some, and that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I think that as challenges, if you discover your true self, you are confronted with some challenges. It's not always the easiest part to confront ourselves with our true being and being an, on our path of self-discovery. So I think it's it's mm. important for my audience to know that there are some challenges and that we have to overcome them probably and to make peace with some adjustments of this journey. In this conversation, one other quote came on my mind right now from Albert Ein by Albert Einstein. He said, be a voice, not an echo. I think that is a beautiful and important part of the process of being our true authentic self. What do you think about this quote? Oh, that's that's a beautiful quote, Katja. I love that. I hadn't gotten that. That's, that's actually really deep. And this, I think, touches on celebrating your own uniqueness like I said here's the thing uh, people who struggle with not accepting themselves and maybe not feeling like they really serve a purpose I had this beautiful um, quote from Mahatria I love Mahatria Mahatria says that in all the universes that exist there's only one you that that actually exists in the universe yes. there's no other you so the minute you start trying to be like someone else trying to and that other person also has their own unique like do you see like copying someone else does not work because then what happens to your own unique path if you're just like someone else like i love repeating to people is that 
can you imagine a world where everyone was just like you? What oh, kind of a world would that, that be? And that so means boring, right? Your mother, your father, your friend. Exactly. Like there will be nothing getting contributed. So our differences and our own unique perspective on how we see the world is what actually makes the world grow and evolve. All these inventions that we've had in our lifetime, all those changes that we've had as humanity, it only happened because there was that difference and someone was, first of all, also willing to step out of their comfort zone. But if we were all thinking the same and everyone's like, like we're just going to stick to where we are, we'll never have grown to be where we are right now. So you have to be embraced, like celebrate your uniqueness. No one else can see, view the world the way you do. And there is so much beauty in that. Absolutely. In this process, Eva, of self-discovery for yourself, you have discovered that these two methods you choose are very important. What are the main things we can learn if we tap into your two methods? Oh, that's a good one. Um, okay, so with Soul Dweller Mentor, which is my work with the Akashic Records, so that one actually, both my modalities mostly center on working with your soul because I believe your soul is a major part of who you are. A lot of people attach so much to the physical existence, the titles, their the skin color, the culture, the culture, the gender. I don't think that matters. What matters is your soul. What the consciousness that's inside of you. So with soul realignment, it's actually looking at how your soul was originally designed. So get into your unique gift, you know, the God, the God-given gifts that you were given by God, in order to create a better human experience for yourself. So many people have lost a themselves because they've been convinced by society and even the people around them that they need to be a certain way in order to attain success in order to be accepted by society so they've lost their connection to self one thing that i normally tell my clients is the fact that we have kind of like a gift envy the fact that i see maybe you culture doing so well on your podcast and being so successful then i think you know what that's my path to success And then I go and start my own podcast. And then things just don't work out like that. Guess what? You were not designed to do that. You have your own unique gift that you're supposed to leverage to create your own human experience. So with the Akashic Records, that's the first thing we look at. Who are you designed to be? What gifts were you given? We look at also basically your soul story, right? Anyone who believes in reincarnation, which is a huge part of my, my work, right? So many mistakes that we've made in the past lives and also currently also create blocks to us accessing our own uniqueness and our own gift. So a huge part of what I do is get into your soul story, identifying what choices you made in the past that you're still making right now that are affecting you in creating a better human experience for yourself. So a lot of people, again, and this is where now stepping out of your comfort zone comes in, in order to be truly healed, you cannot continue doing the same things that you've been doing. You cannot continue entertaining the same people you've been entertaining, the same experiences you've been entertaining if you want something to change. And a huge part of that is getting out of your comfort zone and taking that uncomfortable step. That is something I preach with all my clients. So there's no point in coming to a reading with me just for the sake of getting information. Information is everywhere. If you get the information and don't do anything with the information, then it's pointless, which is something that I think a lot of people make 
a huge mistake on right now, even with their personal development, the fact that they're learning and learning and learning and not necessarily doing anything with whatever they're learning. So getting out of your comfort zone, trying something new, that's a huge part of the healing process. That's what I focus on with the Akashic Records. With quantum flow, it's all about rewiring your nervous system. So what people don't know is that a lot of your stories, all your emotional wounds, all your past trauma, they're stuck in your nervous system. They're actually recorded in your nervous system. So you find yourself that you'll be reacting to something that maybe you experienced as a child. For example, if as a, as a child, maybe you dealt with abandonment issues, maybe your father, your mother, or whoever left you, that's recorded in your nervous system. So what people don't realize is that now all the way to adulthood, anytime that you you encounter something that triggers that memory, you can't you tend to experience it all over again. And a good example is that have you ever found yourself overreacting to a very small situation? Maybe someone not replying to a text and you kind of like feel those emotions and anger and it's such a minor thing the only reason you feel those extreme emotions is because that particular action is triggering a past memory that's still recorded in them so in quantum flow it's breaking down these memories this stuck energy in your system and getting the energy flowing again okay so that you create a new reality based on a new you not on the old you most people always assume that it's just a mind thing, that you only need to work on your mindset. Mindset is part of that, but if you're not working with your physical body also, you'll still be repeating mistakes of the past, still be encountering past patterns. So part of with quantum flow, it's all about releasing this trauma from your past so that you can create a better experience for yourself based on who you are right now. Thank you so much, Eva, for sharing these amazing insights and your thoughts on how to become more confident and face our challenges and elevate our mindsets and discover our unique selves. These reflections are very inspiring. And I think my audience has some great ideas and impulses to reflect on, to challenge themselves, to step out of their comfort zones. And even if they are confronted with some obstacles and for sure, to take some steps to elevate their own visions and dreams. I'm really impressed by your whole journey and your ability to leave your comfort zone. But let's dive a little bit deeper. Eva, you have faced so many challenges. What do you think is needed at school to strengthen the mindset of the younger generation? You have faced so many challenges, for example, being shy, overcoming um, your obstacles, transforming your life, changing your profession and everything. What do you think is needed at school to strengthen the mindset of children? I think honestly, do you know the one thing that I wish I had discovered growing up, like when I was a child, was the art the practice of meditation because meditation was a huge game changer yes. for me and that connection it helped me connect with myself so I think actually that's something we should teach everyone to connect with themselves with their inner guidance because like I was saying earlier it's you're your own best teacher no one else can teach you the way that you can teach yourself so meditation for me is something that even if it's just teaching them the act of meditating for 10 20 minutes, which can also help them with 
balance in their emotions and their thoughts. You know, when you were a teenager or even in childhood, like we were dealing with so much. You know, our body was growing and all that. We needed to bring our body back into balance. So teaching them those kind of practices that help them to um, get a mastery of their thoughts, their emotions, that will be an amazing thing that they can incorporate for themselves. Teaching them also to just be okay with themselves. They don't have to be like yes. other people because a lot of pressure we put on our kids on what success looks like. If you don't pass your exams, if you don't do this, then you're a total failure. That I do not agree with at all. So we need to teach our kids to just feel, it's okay to fail. It's okay to make mistakes. It's okay not to be perfect. It's okay not to be a doctor, to be a lawyer, because that's <laughs> that's something I grew up listening to my entire life. If you are not a doctor, you're a failure, you know? No. There are so many avenues to success, so many paths to success. It doesn't have to be one way for all of us. So we need to let our kids be celebrate their uniqueness. If one is talented at playing football, let them do that, music and all that. But let's not try to just build one type or only one path to success. That's beautiful, Eva, honestly. Did you learn at school how to handle failure and be more confident? No. No, no, it was just, I think a lot of these skills I've had to learn on my own afterwards. And this is what I'm saying, like, I wish this would have been incorporated into the curriculum. What we were mostly taught is just how to be a better, uh, become more marketable as an employee. That is what we were taught, to be honest. But no one taught us what we would encounter on a day-to-day -day basis. Time management, how to deal with people how to manage your emotions and your <laughs> mental processes when you are in stressful environments, you know? And that's part of life, right? So no, I was not taught that. That's something I've had to learn by myself. But we as adults right now, this is a gift that we can give to our kids to give them what we were not given. I think that's huge. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to ask you some questions about what's needed at school, your thoughts, and what is beautiful to strengthen the mindset of the younger generation. That's amazing because I think so many people can relate to your journey of being shy and overcoming challenges and obstacles. And I think that's huge to reflect on. Thank you so much, Eva, for this. We are nearly at the end of the, today's episode, Eva. But before you leave, you, I want to ask you some short, quick questions so that my listeners can get to know you a little bit better. It's more the funny part of the interview. And one of my favorite questions I ask every guest on my show is, what's your favorite quote? Oh, that's a good one. I will share one. And this is something that I always tap into. This is a quote I love coming back to, especially whenever I'm, I'm feeling fearful of what it is that I'm manifesting. You know, things are not coming quick and all that. And I'm not in a process of trust and surrender. It's a quote by Rumi. When I run after what I think I want, my days are a furnace of distress and anxiety. If I sit in my own place of patience, What I need flows to me and without any pain. From this, I understand that what I want also wants me and is looking for me and attracting me. There's a great secret in this for anyone who can grasp it. For me, that just 
tells me that I don't need to push so much. I don't have to try so much and figure things out on my own, right? And always like putting so much pressure on myself to figure things out. I believe in divine timing that whatever is meant for you will find you at the right time. And just letting go and trusting that the universe is always working for you at all times, right? And not making things so hard for yourself. I think that is what the quote means for me. That's beautiful. Do you have one book you would highly recommend, Eva? I have several, Katya. I know how this one, I have several. Oh, man, and I cannot select a book, to be honest. So I'll just share whatever books were pivotal to my growth. So the first book that would really, really change was a game changer for me is Code of the Extraordinary Mind. And that's actually how I dived into personal development. And that's by Vishen Lakhiani. The second book I love to share is The Universe Has My Gabby Beinstein. That was so pivotal to me, especially when I was changing my jobs. And the third book, which is all about souls and just learning why we are here as souls, is called Journey of Souls by, I think, Michael Wheatley. That was another game changer that helped me see the world in a whole new way. So I'll share those three books with you. Yeah, those are my three favorite books. That's amazing. I have some more questions. Only short questions. Okay. What's something about yourself that you would that you hope will never change? My curiosity. My curiosity. My curiosity is what makes me seek new knowledge and force myself to grow. So my curiosity, definitely. That's a beautiful answer. I love this. If you could eliminate one weakness or limitation right now in your life, what would it be? Oh, that's a good one, Katya. Oh, man. Oh, I think for me, it's just procrastination. That's a huge one for me. So if it's, it was one weakness, it's procrastination. So I'm always working with that all my life. So that's the one weakness I'll be like, get rid of this procrastination. The next question, Eva. If it were possible, what superhero superpower would you want to have and why? That's a funny question. <laughs> the ability to hold all the knowledge of the universe. That would be the superpower I want. Because I love learning, I love knowledge, I love information. So my superpower will be knowledge and the ability to hold all that in my head. That is amazing. Okay. That is amazing. Knowledge is a good one, Eva. And the last question for today. If you could rule the world for one day, it's only one day. I know it's a limited time, but what would you do? Oh, a good one. Honestly. Right now, I'm, I'm, I'm all about love and compassion. And this is going to sound like such a cliche answer. But I just end all the war. End all the suffering. Yes. Because I honestly, it hurts me when that people are suffering amazing. unnecessary. So for me, it will just peace. That's what I want. Just peace and the suffering. That's it for me. Like just end human suffering. That will be it for me. Yes. Yes, and it's. I, I think it's not just 
It's amazing, Eva, absolutely. I'm so thankful that you have given me the greatest treasure of your life, Eva, your time. It was such an awesome experience today to have you here as my guest for the podcast episode. And it's always, always, and you know this, a pleasure for me to talk to you about such amazing topics. Thank you so much for being my guest, Eva. Thank you. Thank you, Katya, for this opportunity. This was so much fun. And thank you for getting me out of my comfort zone. So thank you for being the first podcast interview I've attended. I'll remember this for the rest of my life. So thank you so much. We have reached the end of today's episode. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and get motivated to share these insights with your friends and family. And if you are a parent or a teacher, you can speak with your kids and students about these hacks and thoughts and reflections from today's interview. Eva gave us amazing insights about her own transformation and path of self-discovery, her journey of following her heart and passion project, leaving her comfort zone, facing her shyness and taking courageous steps. She shows us her strategies and ideas on how to overcome challenges and obstacles, how important it is to live in alignment with our inner truth, being our beautiful, authentic selves and finding our unique path. She gave us amazing insights of the importance of increasing our awareness and creating a life aligned to our being, hearts and core values, as well as how to boost our self-confidence and unlock our true full potential. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to Soul Time. I'm very grateful because you have given me the greatest treasure of your life, your time. If you enjoyed this episode, click the subscribe button so that you get a notification every time a new episode is out. And if you are interested in more inspiring content to uplift your mindset, unlock your truthful potential, increase your confidence and resilience, take a look at the show notes. Click the link and check out my Instagram account for more inspiring content. And if you are searching for a group, take a look at the show notes too. I have recently started a new Facebook community. Take care of yourself. Enjoy the week ahead. Believe in yourself and I can't wait to speak to you next Sunday. Mm -hmm.